Welcome to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast, where we discuss topics, upcoming events, news, and predictions with real estate professionals and entrepreneurs. Listen and learn what makes their companies and themselves stand out and gain advantages over the competition and gain market share. Subscribe for the latest news and discussion on what it takes to stand out from the crowd. Now, here's your host, Jim. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Standing Out on How podcast. Jim and Laura here. Hello, everyone. She's the office goddess because she's good at systems and loves working in the office. She gives me a sideways glance on that one. So, so you had a, yeah, I, had a call, I had a call the other day from a mortgage officer. Wait, not very often we get a call from a mortgage dude. Not very often. So, he had some questions about water testing and well equipment testing. So, more on that when we come back after this message. Habitation investigation is the way to go for a home inspection in Ohio. Trusted licensed home inspectors for your needs from radon to mold to warranties. For a great home inspection, you really can't go wrong. Visit home inspections in Ohio.com. All right, Laura. Give me, the, give me the scoop. Okay. What, what did the mortgage guy care about the well? So the well came back and it was high in bacteria. Oh, okay. So somebody did a water quality so test. So we did a water quality test. We did? Yeah, we, we did. did. Okay. It was, it was our inspection. So we did a water quality test and we did a well guard inspection. Explain well guard. I'll, I'll, I'll explain both. That I'll, I'll, let me do the water first and then I'll go to the well guard. Yes, so. ma'am. Okay. So- the water quality test came back with bacteria in it, and he had absolutely no concept of how to take care of it or what recommendations to make for the loan so that they could get it approved. No clue. Does he not have a manager to help him? I don't know. I didn't ask, but I helped him and let him know that anytime you have a well result that has bacterial, anything living in it, you always shock it. Anything other than that is a filtration system that you put on, and those are the ways that you differentiate. So he said, great, now about the well. So we do something called a well guard inspection. All right, all right. so let's back up a little bit. So Uh-oh. bacteria, you have to shock it. Yes. Shocking means? Shocking means that you basically are dumping bleach down your well there there's a formula to it you mix yeah, it with yeah. some stuff if, but it's if basically you live bleach. way out in the country and you're doing a hillbilly style you just take a gallon of straight bleach you unscented hopefully that you bought from the store and dump it down the wellhead yeah that's, that's how i grew up <laughs> that's not how it's supposed Anywho. to be done that's not the correct way of doing it but yeah but so that basically what you're doing but there's it's diluted and, and then you Bring all of that in. You turn on all your faucets, your bathtub, everything, and you let it sit in the line overnight. So, so like in the bathtub, you run the water to smell the bleach. Smell the bleach and then turn you shut it, it off. You the hose bed, run to smell the bleach, shut yep, it off. Everything. Hot water lines, cold water, everything. Run until you smell it, and then shut, it, shut off it off and let it sit. Like let it sit. Eight hours, twelve hours. We did it overnight, like twelve hours. Okay. All right, so that and then, and then you just flush the crap out. So of then it. you just you run just your let hot it run. 
You just open up everything and let them run. Run your hot and cold water till everything does not, not smell, smell like, like bleach. Which, yes. Which could be a while, I'm sure. Which could be a while. So that's water. shocking. But it's a hot water because you got the hot water tank. Yeah, that and it's settled in it. It's going to need completely. Yeah. Okay, so that's shocking. So that's shocking. And then obviously you know what the filtration system is and that there are different types of filters for different minerals and so on and so like, forth. Like lead. Like lead. There, there's a specific one for lead that you can use to put on. There's ones that you can also put on for like nitrates, nitrites, chemicals, and things like that. Arsenic? I believe there is one for that too. Okay. Um, I, I'm not sure like the exact type of it, but I do believe there is one that you can put on to help reduce arsenic. So that was the well, the water quality question. Then he gets to the well inspection that we did. The well, the well guard. So we have a company that we partner with called WellGuard, and we Who, do. Are they basically a warranty company for wells? Yes. Okay. Yes. So they're, they they're not in Ohio, well. but they're a warranty yeah, company. Actually, I think they're out of Massachusetts or somewhere that direction. I think it's Massachusetts. So we have a very specific list of criteria that we look at for them. It, the, there has to be so many gallons of water for the test to be completed. I believe it's like 350 we, gallons. We have to pull at least 350 gallons over the span of like an hour and a half. Minimum. They're doing at least 15 minutes or a little bit longer increments where we measure the water flow, uh, you know, gallons per minute and the total gallons pulled. We also have to measure the amperage that the motor, the pump is, is using in order to produce the water. And the time that the pump kicks on and kicks off so that you know, like how full the, the, pressure tank is getting and how yep. frequently it it works and yeah, what the cycle time between the cycle times low are. to high to back, back to, to low. low how long does that take and then you you have to look at the equipment you have to look at the wellhead is it up so many inches from the ground all this different stuff goes into this report is, is that well capped is the well capped? Is it on, you know? So all those things go into this report. And then based upon the information that we give, the pictures that we send, this company decides whether they're going to give a six-month free warranty or not. This well did not pass. And this gentleman had questions and was like, well, what do we need to do to make it pass? So... I basically sent an email to him and to the well guard company and said, could you please answer his questions so that they can get this squared away for their loan process? Okay. That was where it ended. Okay. So did you get an answer on that one? They, they ended up talking. I believe oh, they, they talked. Okay. Yeah, they talked. I'll say I've seen the well guard fail for <sighs> the pump was like needing too much amperage. It means it was like, it wasn't, it has restrictions or something, so it had to pull really hard in order to get the water water volume up. So, but yeah, it's unusual. We'll get a call from a mortgage guy asking for for help, and well, we get we get weird calls from a lot of people asking for help. Yeah, well, a lot of different things. But that so basically, 
if you're what we're seeing a lot more lately is a lot of people coming into the suburbs or moving out into the country. And it's a lot of city people who've never dealt with a well before. They have no <laughs> clue is, about water quality. Well, they don't want the pressure tank. Like, they, what's this? Is that, is that, I have one guy, is that the water heater? They, they just, they just don't they, know. They don't know. They, they don't know. So if you've got a client that's moving out into the country and they have absolutely no concept of a well or a, water quality test, make sure they get that for their home inspection because that will give them so much important information. It will also give them that six-month warranty that will help them should something happen and that well fail. Because let me tell you, it is no fun pulling a pump from a couple hundred foot well, although they're not that deep down here in Ohio. Like ours was like 200 feet. 200 feet is, I think, kind of a... Not not unusual, but there are actually we had we did a well guard the other day, and what was it thirty feet below? Yeah, it was just thirty feet down, and then like, there the was another table one was like fifteen because the water table is that high in that area, which is just crazy to me. It kind of depends where we're at. Well, yeah. Vinton County well, I lived in the mountains. Vinton County, they were talking about about one hundred twenty feet. Yeah, I think so. Is what they they said your when neighbor had talked. your neighbor had to go one hundred twenty feet. So you're yeah. probably somewhere somewhere, on, somewhere that in that range. We're not doing well. No, we're not. <laughs> I grew up with the well. But but that well guard, once it if it passes originally or say, you know, pressure gauge needs fixed, they fix whatever they need fixed and then it qualifies for the well guard. The well guard insurance or warranty will even drill a new well if they ever need that. Which is insane if you knew how much those are. Wow. Our our estimate was like eight thousand. Like our original what? estimate original before life was. went crazy, prior to them giving us an estimate of twenty one thousand. Twenty one thousand dollars drill well. Like, After which I promptly told him what he could do with his estimate. Yeah, because that's almost triple what the estimate was the year before. We're like, no, nope. oh, no, not just the year. Like it was within months, like maybe eight or nine months. It wasn't a okay. complete year. It wasn't a complete year. But anyway. Yeah. It was cheaper to go with the county water. Unfortunately, we could get county water where we're at. But anyway, the well guard, it is a very good warranty because it is crazy expensive to fix those things. Yeah. And I don't the, know how they do it, actually. I, I don't know. It has, has to be volume. They have to know the numbers that it's, it's not likely it's going to need completely redrilled. Just like we have car insurance, we're not likely getting in an accident every single year or anything like that. But you know what? You still keep it. You still keep it because you know what? There's that chance. And it could be very expensive if I did not have the insurance. So that's why the well guards are very good. Or even like the pump. Like if the pump goes out and dies. Like we don't know how old the pump is when we do the well guard. No, it's submerged. You it, almost it's never submerged. Can see it. And you literally to change that out, you have to pull that up. This well guard company has 24 seven response. They have pumps that they keep on their truck that they could just swap out, which once again is amazing to me. Yeah, that is amazing. So I remember the first time I, I moved to Ohio, like I'd only ever grown up with a well and I was living in country girl. I was living in Oregon and that's, the electricity uh, uh, Oregon's up near Toledo. It's, it's near Toledo. And the electricity goes off. I was like, well, crap, we don't have water. And they're like, what do you mean? And they went and turned on the water at the faucet. I'm like, wait, we have water? What's this magic? What's this sorcery? What's this magic, country girl? 
Because in the country, if you lose electricity, you can't get your pump to work to pump the water into the house. And so subsequently, you don't have water. Which, if, some, if somebody's moving from the city, moving out of the country. They need to know those things. That's something they're going to like, what do you mean I don't have water? That's culture shock, baby. Your electricity's out. <laughs> you have the water pressure that's in your water lines. But, but after, that's it. But after that two minute, two minutes worth of water, maybe. You're done until you have electricity back up. So here's a really quick thought. If the lights start flickering, you run to the bathtub, plug that bad boy up, and run the water as fast as you can. <laughs> yeah, I've been about yeah, I've been thinking about it for a while. Or you just get a generator for your house. That works too. That works as well, and you can still power up your uh your well. Well, when I was growing up, there really weren't generators. Okay. okay, you're as old as I am, boy. <laughs> I know. There were, they've been generators for decades. Anyway, Consider where I'm, I grew I'm, up, yeah. okay? <laughs> so that was, that's you saying that one. That, you're the one that's talking about the place you're from, but yeah. So anyway, that's it on this one. I can't think of anything else, but yeah. If somebody's selling a house, they, they should get that well looked at, at least. And then if a buyer, they should they should... If it's FHA, I think they have to get the I, water yeah, quality requiring. has to be done. Whether it's FHA financing, USDA, or whatever, they should always get the water quality testing done. And that is recommended that you get it done at least once a year. Like if you've got somebody that's moving in, they recommend that you test it seasonally just so that they've got the baseline and know how the water reacts during the different seasons. Oh, yeah. But other than that, once you get your baseline, you can test it once a year. Well, if you move into a house, March, you move in, water quality is fine. Rains come. Rains come. Well, farmers fertilizing their crops and everything. Late summer, some of those fertilizers could have leached down into your, your water. water table. So, yeah, first year, that's, that's a good idea during, during the seasons. Yeah, so that you have an idea. Definitely do that. There was something I was going to add about that, and I can't remember now. So have we ever offered new water quality testing to our past clients? No, I don't think we have. We, sh- we should send a reminder out to that them. That we can do that. And actually, actually, to the agents that are, that are listening to this, you if you, if you know your, if you have past clients that bought a house on a well, recommend to them that they should get the water quality tested at least once a year and maybe a different season. So they can see what's going on with the water, because if they're living next, in farm farm country, that's a good that, thing to know. That could change. I've never really. I don't know how long it takes for fertilizer to get down into the aquifer. It's going to depend how deep how, their well. If it's a twenty footer, man, a week, two weeks. I don't oh, know if that. If it's like two hundred feet, a couple good could, rains. could be a couple months. I, I really don't know. It all depends on the rock formation, the cracks in the rock. Kind of like radon coming up, the like water radon. going down, yep. same thing. And it, yeah, but yeah, there's um also if you're, I remembered what it was. If you've got clients that are moving out to the country, look uh, and do a Google search for the Ohio Department of Natural Resources Well Water Database, and what y- it is is a list of all of the. Since 1964, I think it is something like that. 47. Something like that. That 
every well that has been drilled is supposed to have been logged and recorded, like how deep it is, what kind of well um, material, like how many layers of clay, silt, whatever. Casing, the well casing. casing, How deep the casing is, how deep the well is, what kind of anything you can think of. The height of the water inside the hole as well. So that is another really good place to start for your clients. Have them look up that information. And there have been times actually in the past couple of months where we've been told that it was a well we were looking at and it was actually a cistern. Why don't you explain yeah. what a cistern is? Well, I did that last podcast or previous podcast. If you did not hear that one, I recommend you go listen to that previous podcast about cisterns. But the cistern, uh, basically think of getting a big old water tank and you bury that in the ground, but you fill this tank back up with, traditionally, it will be water coming off your gutters and downspouts would be routed go into this tank and that's where you would you you get that's how you got your water to drink to close whatever i have seen a cistern where it wasn't connected to a downspout a water truck would come i'm gonna guess once a month or, or whenever they needed it and they would dump this nice clean water into the cistern and they and that's how they got water to the house. Yeah, and, and then crazy. in the cistern, the one the one I'm thinking about, I just want to mention, they had a it's a well pump, but it was a jet pump. The kind that, okay, that the, it's the, not it's not submersible, it's where you can see it. The jet pump was used then to take the water from the cistern and put it into the house. That's interesting. But yeah, cisterns, if you if you get your water from a cistern, you're supposed to have that water tested every quarter. Yeah. Because you got a lot of runoff water, like surface water. Runs inside there, and that I saw a cistern maybe a month ago in in Columbus within the city limits, which was crazy. And whoever flipped the house, it, it didn't have a good cover to it in the first place, so it's a safety hazard. This thing drops down about eight ten feet. A little kid's not gonna be able to get out of that. I don't know how an adult would get out of it because there's nothing to hold on to to get up and out easily. <sighs> So, but what they did to make make it look clean, they spray painted the stones around the opening. Okay, so it looked clean. However, but you know when they spray that, all that overspray that didn't hit the rocks went into the water. Yeah. So yeah, cisterns need water tested for the water quality every core at minimum, and they still still make houses with cisterns, but it's not very it's not as common anymore. Do you remember the one that we looked at? And I think this was last year. And it had this huge system coming off of the roof and coming down into the house. It hit a filtration system and then came and was used by the rest of the house. I do remember that one. That was not too far from where we live right now. It was pretty elaborate system. Oh, it was insanely elaborate. But yeah, the cisterns, they need a lot more filtration system because just all, right, all the water comes off your roof there's bird crap there's bugs there's leaves there's all kind of dust and dirt that, that moss moss it, it, all kinds of junk on that so you cistern water needs checked quite often this guy that seller at least had a filtration system so as it came through it was getting clean so that one you still would want to test regularly to make oh, sure the filtration I, I, system I would, is working. Yeah, yeah. 
depends on the system. He probably had an idea, all right, this filter's good for six months. Let me test it every five months just to make sure it's good. So I think it's about in this one. So get you wall get you wall information, wall garden information for your, your buyers. Have them call and us if they've got any questions. Sellers, yes, yeah. We get lots of calls from people asking for information on things. Just to learn about stuff. So far far outside just home inspection. We get called all, all kinds of stuff. Yes, we do. So all right, everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Google Podcasts to get new, fresh episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or visit the website of the best Ohio home inspection company at homeinspectionsinohio.com or jimtroff.com. That's J-I-M-T-R-O-T-H, and click on podcast. Until next time, learn and go do stuff. Mm-hmm.